No, not insane, just out of options. For Christine, sky-clad magic was the strongest she could summon. Tonight, she needed every last drop of her power. The thin breeze stirred again, rustling dry branches. Italy was caught in the grip of the worst drought in its long history. The profusion of spring flowers that normally blanketed the eternal city this time of year had died on the vine. Even the ancient pines and hardy olive trees were withering. Perversely in the north, England and Scotland were enduring record rainfall. Their farms were drowning. It was yet another sign death magic had gained frightening dominance over life magic. Christine had been watching the grim, inexorable tide advance for almost a year now. Drought in some places, floods in others, famine and anguish everywhere. Death magic creatures were multiplying with alarming alacrity. Violence and vandalism were rampant. Even museums had been attacked, priceless works of art destroyed. There was no end in sight. The living earth was fading, shriveling before a fierce, unrelenting onslaught of soul-withering darkness. Life magic, the source of all goodness, was draining from the world like water from a cracked sieve. Witches of the light, like Christine, were trying to stem the tide, but it was a frantic, futile endeavor. Too many holes to plug, too many fissures to seal. But this morning she'd been given an unexpected reason to hope. A sudden cloudburst had poured life-giving water onto the drought-stricken city. Christine had heard it pounding on the roof of her attic apartment. She'd run up the twisted stairs to the terrace with every container she owned to collect as much of the rainfall as she could. Every drop was precious, even more so on this particular morning. It was the first of May. A Beltane rain held deep power. It couldn't be a coincidence rain had fallen on the very day Christine had needed her deepest magic. The mother goddess blessed her mission. She was sure of it. She splayed fingers on hard ground. The crusted surface was still damp, but underneath... The ground was as hard and unyielding as concrete, drained of life as the world was draining of magic. What could one witch do to stop the horror? Very little. But she wasn't alone, not any longer. Christine had always been a solitary practitioner of the craft, but in the past months panic had driven her to an internet cafe to search online for other witches as disturbed as she by the rising evil. The worldwide Coven of Light had accepted Christine into their fold. She wasn't sure she felt very comfortable being part of a group. Artists tended to be very independent. But what choice did she have? She had magic, strong magic, though she'd had avoided using the deeper aspects of it these past two years. No more. The stakes were too high. The Coven of Light needed her. So here she was, naked, preparing to call up forces she knew damn well she couldn't control. She pressed her hands more firmly into the moist earth. She slowed her breathing, searched the deepest part of herself. Shifting, she nudged her knees apart. The magic of the fallen rainwater flowed into her fingertips, up her arms, and down her torso in a sparkling wave. The breeze rose again, seeking the exposed feminine flesh between her thighs. A mortifying heat rushed through her stomach, into her breasts, to her neck and face. Her nipples tingled and drew tight.
She inhaled sharply. Goddess, how she hated this. The urge to bolt toward her clothes was strong. She wanted to cover herself with her hands, bend forward to cloak her body with her hair, anything to stop this feeling of being so exposed and vulnerable. She forced herself to remain motionless. She was beyond pride. There were no choices left. Last night, disaster had struck the coven. An American witch had very nearly been killed during a spell designed to bring help to the world. Christine had to achieve the failed spell's purpose now, on her own, because the alternative, a world ruled by demons and death magic, was a reality far too horrible to contemplate. With a shaking hand, she reached for the wine bottle near her right knee. Every drop of Beltane rainwater she'd collected was inside. Working the cork free, she poured the precious liquid into the shallow brass bowl that